listen to this carefully. We got insurance on cars. We got insurance on whatever. And, and watch this. The industry has messed us up and gave us this thing called life insurance. That's death insurance. Yeah, what you are doing right now is yeah. life insurance. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like what yeah. you're doing right now is living, yeah. like life, preparing, like that's life insurance you're right now. Like, oh, I'm just being that's real. Like I'm just sitting here thinking, I don't know why I thought of that. I'm like, yo, we got insurance on everything but our quality of life. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's up, what up, do? Also on the line, the illustrious Dr. Douglas Thomas reporting live from West Palm, Florida. <laughs> Somewhere you, else, Sonny. Look, I'm a, I'm gonna put I'm just gonna put the pickup on S2S podcast. So, because I can't really explain it, but I'm actually in Fort Lauderdale off the beach. I'm look, I got like a little apartment boy. I'm looking out at the water and I'm looking at the palm trees. I'm looking at the the pool boy cleaning up the pool. And uh, yeah, man, wifey is in the other room. She, she just woke up like, are we having worship yet? I was like, nope, we're doing the podcast. So I'm actually, man, living that 1% life. See, and I was telling Carl, Carl asked me, how you doing this morning? And I was like, bro, I'm gonna be real. I'm living my blessed life, you know, but it's weird seeing, I, I, again, I, I know I'm probably, you know, the only person that does it, but you gotta realize, you know, I was like, when I, w- I was homeless, and I remember dreaming, you know, of like getting to this place. So sometimes when I wake up and I'm like in it, it's surreal and, and I can hear that. And I just want people to know, like I'm human. Sometimes people think, you know, when you get to a certain spot, like you don't have no more problems. But sometimes I wake up in the morning and it's like yesterday me and Didi went to the mall as soon as it opened. Then we went and got lunch, you know, and then I brought her uh, off the beach. And then I brought her back to the crib. We did, we're doing school days in West Palm, went you know, and did the parent and the teacher piece. Uh, my driver is somebody who used to watch my videos, started his own limo service. So like when I'm here, I don't pay anything. He stays with me the whole time and I'm pinching myself. And I'm like, how long is this gonna last? And I think, see, it had a little bit to do when Didi asked me that time. Cause you remember like, I ain't, I ain't really trip a lot, but that one time I did kind of like bend a little bit and I had come to you and was like, <laughs> You know, AC, you know, and I, I don't remember if I said mm-hmm. it, Didi said it or if I was asking, but she did like, you know, just shake me a little bit when we first started doing this. And she was like, how long you think it's going to last? Like the first year or so we started really getting a little momentum. And every now and then I think that shook me, you know, because every now and then I'll look at the life that we're living. I'll look at what's going on, you know, with the team as a whole. And then I'll say to myself, 
man, E, like, is this going to last the rest of your life? Or is this just like a, like a period, you know, in your life? So, so yeah, Carl asked me that this morning. And I have to be honest with the listeners. I'm living my blessed life. But sometimes I'm like, I got I to gotta pinch myself because sometimes, you know, for real, being a high school dropout, um, my mom was, of course, with us during the school days because we did the parents. And the kids would ask my mom some questions and the parents and my mom was like, yo, she's like, I really, I remember when they told me that my son had a learning disability, you know, and she was like, he was so super hyper in school and he had a challenge with reading. Like he just couldn't, you know, he, he couldn't really comprehend it. And my mom was saying, she told the teachers, like, he's not, he's not stupid. He's not dumb. It just takes him longer. You know, he needs more time. And I remember like, you know, when teachers say that about you and people say that about you, if you're not careful, you can actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you can embrace the spirit of another person or the words of mm. another person. Absolutely. So I do remember a period of my mm. life feeling stupid, feeling dumb, you know, and saying to myself like, okay, one day I'm, I'm going to get here and I'm here now, but I'm not going to lie and say like, you know, I don't have, I'm not shell shocked. Like there are times when I, look at my life and ask, okay, E, is this real? How long is it going to last? So living my blessed life, man. But uh, maybe that's a good thing. See, maybe that's the nightmares you talk about. I don't know. But um, mm. I, I'm constantly, you know, reminding myself of just because you have it, it don't mean it's going to last always. And you got to keep grinding and doing what you need to do, you know, to keep it. But yeah, truly, guys, enjoying, um, enjoying life right now. Yeah, no, I think it's an interesting point. And it's, Funny to me that, you know, at the time, you know, we were probably charging like what, 5K a speech? Right. But right, you might have been speaking right. like two, three days a week, you know, so it was definitely, you know, balling compared to where we had come from. Right, but I promise right. y'all, man, you know, e, you know, I called you yesterday, we were just working on the book, Zero to a Million. And, um, you know, I had put it down for a little while because I, I was like, man, shoot, I don't know where, you know, we should go. And I would call E and we would talk about it. But, um, yesterday when I was thinking about it, I was just like, wow, you know, like, of course, and for those of you out there, the, the premise of the book is, of course, Secret to Success left off when E got to Michigan State. And so we kind of right. picked up zero to a million, like, okay, you know, from, you know, basically not being wanted at Michigan State, not being wanted at the church, and literally being back to square one, um, mm. and then getting to this point you know, there was a lot of, you know, heartache. There was a lot of stuff even after we got going, right? Like the, I was telling somebody, like um, I was talking to the young lady who was helping me with the book and she was like, wait, that was in 2012? And she was like, when did y'all, <laughs> you say y'all met? I'm like, I think it was like 04, 05. And she was like, wow, like Wright State was in like 2011, 2012. And she's like, yo, it took you that long to get the right state? Hmm. I'm just like, no doubt. You know? No doubt. So it's funny because, you know, when you said that, in my eyes, we were just getting started. And it's all relative, right? So, you know, at that point, you know, that was as big as going and talking to the Lakers or the Knicks or, you know, the Carolina Panthers. Oh. And I think, you know, when, when you came to me and like, yo, how long can this last? I was saying to myself, it's only the beginning and I really look at where we are now as we'll we'll look back at this level 
and laugh in the same way we would look back and not laugh like in a bad way, but just laugh and like, wow, that seemed like the apex. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, it's about, to me, man, I tell, man, like, I, I really, like, I want to I wanna do another, another podcast on Trey's book. Um, but when I was, you know, when we were in the middle E, when I called you yesterday and we were writing for the book and the young lady was like, yo, do you really think, you know, people can live like this and, right, you know, people right. can make it happen? And I said, yeah, now that doesn't mean most people will. Like, understand what I'm mm. saying. Like, I'm not telling you that every single person is going to make a million dollars. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I believe every human has the capacity to. Now, whether you're willing to do what it takes to get there or not, right? And that's what we write about in the book. Like, I'm not like I'm not one of them dudes that's just about to be like, everybody's going to be a millionaire. Everybody's going to be successful. What I was trying to convey from our standpoint is, yo, think about it. Whatever you think of E now, right? And Carl can attest to this. E Ben had this gift. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and Ben, I'm talking about wowing people with the gift. And we got doggone essentially fired from Michigan State and fired from the church at the same time as you have this gift. And I think people think if I have this gift or I'm, you know, operating at a mm, decent level, that's good. then that's, good. that's what it takes that's to good. get to the next level. And I'm telling yeah, you, good. imagine LeBron being cut by the Calves and then turn around yeah. getting picked up yeah. by another squad and getting cut by the Knicks. Yeah. And he's still LeBron. Yeah. And yeah. that will break your spirit if you're not ready for it, right? Like, I, because there's this false allure of, I'm, but I'm good. But I, I'm, I know what I'm doing. I've had some success. And it, that, that's, that in and of itself is not enough. And that's why I'm such a proponent for entrepreneurship because we were doing well. We were doing what we were supposed to be doing at Michigan State and folks still didn't like it. He was doing what he was doing, supposed to be doing at the church. The church was growing. People were getting closer to Christ and they still didn't like it. So that in and of itself is not enough. And that's what I was trying to convey, E, when I called you yesterday and we were writing, was just like, yeah. yo, not only yeah. do you have to operate at a high level in your gift, you have to take control. And what E's talking about, and, and right before I think we jumped on the line or we hit record, Josh sent me an article yesterday. And in the article, and y'all can help me out because it's early, but in the article, basically, you know, if you haven't seen it, go look it up. There were these Hollywood elites, celebrities, like lawyers, like, I don't know, politicians, whatever, who were bribing Ivy League schools um, to get their kids in, right? So think about that. People paying millions of dollars. I think, what did you say, Carl? Six million? Up One to family? six million, they say, yeah. One family pay, paid six million. So they were forging ACT scores, forging SAT scores. They were um, like faking athletic scholarships so that their kids could get into Yale, Harvard, whatever, right? And so these people, you know, they found out these people got indicted, whatever. But I called E and I said, wow, bro, they not trying to let go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, if you yeah. got $6 million to get your kid <laughs> into a university, why do you need to break the law to get them into Harvard? To do like, dog, yeah. why do they even need to go to Harvard? And, and I told E, I said, because they not trying to lose it. And so do you understand what it's going to take if you're going to pry uh, your piece of the pie away from the haves as a have not? And I think hmm. when we finally said, yo, okay, something's not right here. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing in Michigan State. We got 300 some odd kids coming out every week. We got 100 and some kids showing up to study table. We're killing the game and we still can't get the love that we think we deserve. There's a problem. 
When E's doing his thing at the church, he's killing it, he's speaking all over, people loving it, and we still can't get the love we feel like we deserve, there's a problem. And so you have to not only be, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to not only be ferocious about going to get yours, you have to know that it's not gonna always look the way you want it to look, and just because you sweet, that that in and of itself hmm. is not enough. Like, that may work in hoop. Like, you drop 40, cool, you getting a contract. In this world where, you know, it's measured, but it ain't measured, and you got the haves who not trying to let the have-nots get in, you got to be on another level, man. And I think that's the one thing that came out for me yesterday, even when we were writing, was just like, yo, we really just said, yo, we not taking no for an answer. And if we got to build it, the house ourselves, we'll build it because Trust me, I know one thing, they're not going to give it to you. We tried that approach, you feel me? Like, we really tried that <laughs> approach where it was like, okay, oh, we're going to do well, and then you're going to give us this position. Like, I was thinking, I was writing, I was like, E, remember when we thought you was going to be the director? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a mm. point in time when we're working at the mm. university, and E was killing the game so heavy that yeah. we thought that the position, which the person who ended up getting ultimately didn't want us there, we thought E was going to get that position. And there were rumors, and I don't even know how we felt like that, but there was like little innuendo around campus because of how good a job he was doing that he was going to get the director position. Well, guess what? The director position came up, and he didn't even get to interview for it. And you know why? Because the haves is not trying to let the have-nots get to it. And so they're going to put every obstacle, every barrier in your place, in, in place to make sure you can't get to it. So do you know the level it takes for us to get to a multi-million dollar company, it's not easy. It's not easy. So again, I stick to my, my first saying that I do think everybody can get it. I don't think everybody has the fortitude or the stamina to actually yeah. make it happen. Yeah, yeah, let me mm. say this though. Let me say this, because this, please, if you're listening, please, if you are listening, I beg you, Dallas, 19th and 20th, or Chicago, 26 and 27, I beg you to come, right? If you say, and I'm so grateful for this podcast, like I'm grateful to be in the circle because you hear things and when you hear it, it's like, okay, so when you, when you ask, if you're listening to this podcast, if you know somebody that's listening to this podcast or somebody that is in your inner circle and you love, you're asking yourself, why should I be at the conference? because we're literally about to teach you how to become a have, because you're a have not, right? And listen to me, here's what, here's what I'm really about to teach you. I had a, a client today, see my first like entertainment client, like a TV show client, radio show client, right? You know, I usually do NFL, NBA, I got those dudes, my first one. He called me today, see, we had a 5 a.m. coaching session and he called me because he said, E, I finally hear what you're saying. I was like, what? What Like, what clicked? He was like, yo, E, I did multiple hours at the radio show. We had some individuals who got sick and I had to cover for the TV station. Then I had to record two shows. And E, I'm doing all the right stuff. I've been doing all the right stuff for the last 15, 20 years. You know who I'm talking about, C? Great yeah, person. Great person, uh, super C. Super talented. And he hmm. said to me, E, I'm losing, E. And watch this. See, this was so crazy. They, they said to me that the, the, the individuals that are responsible for, you know, his pay are saying, 
Okay, we might have overpaid you. See, can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? And so here's here's why you have to be at the conference. Because there was a time in Eric Thomas' life that I legitimately thought, if you work hard, listen to me, y'all. I'm talking about if you get up at three o'clock in the morning and you grind the eight o'clock at night, and I'm not suggesting that you don't do that. But what I thought was, if you do that, one, if you are a good human being, now look, y'all, <laughs> I ain't perfect, but I promise you, I ain't stealing nobody money. I ain't stole nobody wife. I ain't even stole nobody girlfriend. I'm going to church on a regular basis. I'm trying to do all the right stuff on college campus. I'm, 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 we're starting programs that we're not even getting paid for. Number two, I thought, one, you work hard. Two, you are a good person. I was thinking, three, you get the PhD, you get qualified. If you qualified, you are a great human being. You ain't causing nobody no trouble. (laughs) And you getting up in the morning and you grinding six days a week. You killing it. I just knew, yep, this is the formula for success. It's a lie. It's not the formula for success. C just told you about CNN and there are a whole bunch of other stuff we can tell you. The haves are... Is the American dream real? How do we know? Because we're living it. But I will tell you this. You will have to know the game. And, or you have to know the game in order to win the game. This is what my wife told me. And we're going to get off this soapbox. You need to be, you need to be in Dallas. I'm going to show you the lie that I believed. You heard what C said. I have always been. Oh, I forgot to put what number four in. I thought you had to be gifted and talented. I have always been able mm. to speak. Always. I've been, I, I moved people when I was a kid before I even knew the power of the gift. I had all that going for me. And guess what, guys? Still wasn't making no money. You feel me? So I'm going to show you when you get to Dallas or when you get to Chicago. I'm going to show you for real, for real what it's all about, y'all. Listen to me. I'm not playing. I'm going to show you for real, for real. I believe a lie. I believe there was those four things that would blow a man up, right? Here's what my wife told me yesterday. Hmm. Here's what my wife told me yesterday. Because I had somebody from Michigan State call me, see who I love dearly, and said, yo, you're not going to be able to come do the program on Monday? I said, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. But they said, but you told us you was going to be able to. I said, "Um, I also told you that, you know, from a professional standpoint, gigs come up. And when gigs come up, I have to take the gig. And I explained to them, and they were like, uh, and I told them what my priority was. Listen to what they said, see. Thanks for the message. I thought you were working, I thought you working for free had a greater priority than you making money. Mm. Laugh out loud. Oh, wow. Wait, who I'm said read it again. this? I, wow. I didn't say who said it. I didn't say who said it. I never said who said it. But I'm gonna read it to you. Listen wow. to me, guys. I, I, look, I'm not even tripping, Carl. I, Put them on blast on the podcast. Fifty thousand. No, no, <laughs> Air my get an email address yeah. up. No, 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 I'm no, not, no. no, no not, stay, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Stay there. Stay there. That's important. So I'm gonna read it one more time. It says because they asked me, am I gonna be there to speak for the program for the for the the success series? I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to do it. I end up getting a gig with Forbes on Tuesday in New York. And I'm going to be in California, so I'm not going to fly <laughs> home for Monday and then go, you know, and try to get there for Tuesday. So I was like, yo, I got to go get this money, right? And they said, thanks for the message. I thought you were working. 
I thought you were working for free, had a greater priority than making money, laugh out loud. And I sent a message back, see, I wasn't even upset. I get it, like, I'm not tripping. I sent a message back saying, yo, now that, hold on, I said, now that we're paying for kids to go to school, now that we're helping kids study abroad, now uh-huh. that we're buying kids computers, now that yeah, we're that giving costs. kids scholarships, you feel me? Like, like I, there was a girl, Brittany Jackson, who had a 4.0, who's about to get kicked out of Michigan State University because her parents didn't have no bread. Her parents couldn't pay for her to go to school. And she had a 4.0. And I said to them, like, yo, bro, I'm building an empire now. Now at my church, we're employing people. Like, we're we building an empire now. It, this is different, right? And this is what... This is, this, is what, this is what my wife told me to say. The priorities haven't changed. The way we play the game has. Mm. Mm. And so I'm saying to everybody that's listening, I thought if you were gifted, and I have a gift, I thought if you worked hard, I thought if you worked hard, you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you work all day, every day. If you get certified, qualified, you get all of the all of, you know, fives that you need, I just knew. And then you were a good person. You try to do the right things to the right people at the right time. I just thought that that automatically meant that the haves would say, <laughs> the, hmm. I thought the haves would say, see, welcome karma. to the club. Karma got up to oh, show no you doubt. love. Welcome, no welcome to the club. I, I just knew when we did that. See, mentioned Michigan State University. Bruh, I just knew based on what they said the mission of the department was, <laughs> we was killing the mission. <laughs> the mission. I just knew. The mission of the department. So I just knew wow. the retention, the retaining of students, the, the helping students in urban communities have an opportunity, you know, at, 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 uh, um, um, uh, what is it? One of the elite grant, land grant institutions in the, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we looked at the mission. We looked at the vision, you know, and we, and, and we model our work after the mission and the vision. So I'm thinking we did exactly what they said. We put a program on for free. We spent our money, our time. The, the numbers have increased. Like we, we, we did the statistical um, research. Like it's not just us talking. We actually had a small sample size that, that we did data on. And then the kids that came from Detroit, Flint, Saginaw, whatever, we did a population that didn't come to our program. We did, we did what we were told to do. And we were able to prove that there was a significant um, increase in students, not only engagement and immersion in the university, but their graduation rate and their experience at the university, you know, had, had heightened. So we're thinking, yo, everything they asked us to do. Everything. And then what? And then what? I'm, I got to get, I'm hmm. out. I got to be let go. So what I'm saying is, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm trying to tell you, I thought that was the formula. I do apologize sincerely, but I will say this to you. I didn't lie completely because in the midst of doing all that, I have the real secret sauce now. I know the secret sauce now. I'm telling you, April 1920, right? Listen to me. April 1920, Dallas, 26, 27, Chicago. Somebody called me and said, uh, Tony Robbins and Gary V. listen to me. I'm about to get, I'm, I'm, I, what I don't want for you is I don't want you guys to go to these programs and just get the information. Like, we're going to hold your hand as well. So there's some things that we're going to offer you, and we're going to literally hold your hand and walk you through the process. So we're not going to leave you by yourself. So I'm so grateful for what C said. This wasn't the plan to go there. We had something else we want to talk about, but 
Don't believe the hype. Don't think you are going to be the best cotton picker on the field. And all of a sudden you're going to end up being a sharecropper. Like you're going to own the land. You know what I'm saying? And now you too will be able to, Mm. it's not going to happen like that. For those of you who think working hard is about to make you a millionaire in America, I promise you, the harder you Mm. work, the less money you're going to make. And I realize that the people who are on this uh, beach with me in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, they're not working. I'm watching them go to the pool. I'm watching them (laughs) get breakfast and drink their coffee and read their newspaper while they are employing somebody else to work extremely hard what? for them. Come on, bro. Somebody, we were in Jamaica, dog. It was a dude in Jamaica. Out. And I, I swear to you, every single morning, my man was looked like maybe a little bit older than me. And he might have been early 40s. And my man was out there and he had a book and he was reading every day. And I don't know Read how book. I, you know, end up hollering at my man. He just, I'm talking about not even like Think and grow rich. My man reading right, like, right, you know what right, I'm saying, like right. a James Patterson or something. <laughs> Harry and Potter. I'm sitting there and I struck up a conversation. I don't even know how it happened. We just kind of bumped into each other. I had seen him a couple of days in a row. And my man was like, um, you know, what are you guys here for? And I told him, you know, we're doing a conference and, you know, whatever. He was like, oh, that's great. And I was like, what about you? He was like, man, it's my third week here. Me and my wife just came. You know, we, you know, mm, no kids. Wow, so we just, wow. and I'm like, wow, third week. I'm looking at my man like, Okay, you see some of the older folks, you like, okay, they retired. And I asked my man what he did. He was like, yo, CEO, I, you know, run a company, but it pretty much runs itself. You know, I got, you know, 285 staff. They're they're awesome. They're great. You know, I can kind of check <laughs> in great. from time to time. My man <laughs> been great. there three <laughs> weeks on the beach oh. reading books, uh, drinking uh, martinis. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. And um, I think for me, e, you know, the frustrating part was, you know, again, when you come from a blue-collar background, right, you have this, right. you have, yeah. you're ingrained yeah. with this mentality that, yeah. you know, you just grind it out. You know, and and that's the don't anybody listening. So, are we saying you don't work hard? Are we saying you don't get up early and go after your dreams? Absolutely not. But what he's trying to say is that, in and of itself, is not it's enough. Not gonna when you got you. millionaires yeah, not paying six million yeah. dollars to take right, your spot. For the kids to go to school. Right. Okay, so then the other right. side of the coin is, am I telling you got to be shady? No, but I am telling right. you there is a process in which you have to learn to play the other side of the game and kill that side before you get to that next level. I told you, talent alone is not enough. Work ethic alone is not enough. And I realized that when we were putting in five years worth of work and getting success and still, why? Because people looking out for themselves at the end of the yeah. day. People yeah. are looking out yeah. for themselves. And so when E, you said that, when you got that text message, I think that's so deep because I look at the haves and I look at their circle and I look at the have-nots and I look at their circle and I'm like, there it is right there. You see, because you're dealing with have-nots, they a have would have never said that to you. They'd have sent you a text back like, E, go get the check. Go we'll get cover it. it. Yep. Don't go even worry. We'll it, see bro. you on the next go-round. Yeah. But the have-nots going to say, oh, you think you big time now? Oh, you now it's about the money. I, bro, I don't care if you said it was for the kids, for the charity, for not. If, if, if it's for me and my wife to have a better life in retirement, I'm sorry. Rob, you heard him on the podcast. Uh, after air, money is the most important thing. Why? Because food, shelter, water, all of those things on the bottom level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs cost <laughs> money. So you could, like he said, oh, relationship with, you know, my girl, cute. If you, you trust me, you and your girl, if you ain't got no food, ain't no relationship. And ain't so no relationship, we live bro. in this society where 
it's seen as bad to go after financial gain. And that's why, shout out to Tiff. I love Tiff because she like, yo, I'm about to do all of these things in decency and order. I'm about to love the Lord and I'm about to bust you for 100000 a month, period. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we just don't, I don't know whatever way we've been conditioned. And yeah. again, I'm not sure. Or to work. We've been conditioned to, make, right, to work. To work, but for I'm somebody saying else. To, to look at going after financial gain with all you got as a terrible thing. Now, I didn't say that's the only thing you care about, right. but it is a, a a very important factor. And I think when you're around people who, you know, look at that as a negative, it can stymie your growth in terms of what you're supposed to have. And again, we're talking about getting what you think is deserved to you. So if you don't, if you good with where you at, this ain't for you. This is not for <laughs> you. If you if you like, yo, see, I'm I got hey, got my house, you know, we, we got a little money left up. Hey, if you're content, then that's fine. But for those of us looking to go to that next level, or you're looking for more, or you're tired of being told like we were at one point, oh, we got to go to Jada's uh, dance recital, and you got a you boss know, telling go. you can't go, even though you're putting up crazy numbers. Like, imagine this. Imagine you putting up 40, and your coach like, yo, you, you were three minutes late to film when you were getting treatment on your leg, like you weren't even doing, the, like you weren't even just like, oh, I'm big time. Like you were doing something to take care of yourself. And, they, and the coach like, oh, okay, LeBron, you cut. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't live in that kind of world. You know what I'm saying? And if you have a boss or you work a job where you don't have necessarily uh, upward mobility, like I, what I realized when we were at Michigan State is this has nothing to do, like we could have literally closed the door in the office, sat in there and took a nap and got yeah. the same financial gain Check. as yeah. somebody who yeah. was out grinding. That's a that's a we had fact. other people that was doing that. Like other, oh, other people more in the office was doing that. Yeah, and making good money doing that. Because the system is not set up for the have-nots to matriculate to a million dollars. It's just not set up for that. And I didn't know that. Uh, like I, That was like the biggest awakening when I was like, oh, so if you do more... And you work harder, you may get some results. Yeah, get, and, yeah, and hopefully, yeah, there were, yeah. trust me, there were tons of kids that were blessed by the fact that we didn't do it. And if we had to go back and do it all over again, we would do it the exact same way. For sure. But yeah. if you're looking for financial freedom, if you're looking to go to that next level, that's not necessarily going to get you to that next level. Think about this. He was making $35,000. We worked in an office where your job is to advise students. We would have a line outside the door wrapped around the corner of, pe of kids, students, coming in and refusing to get advising sessions from anybody else but E, myself or Carl, right? And there, there would be other advisors. I'm not throwing nobody under the bus. I don't care. It's just the truth. There would be other advisors who would see maybe one to two students a day. And E probably <laughs> made twenty, thirty thousand less dollars than them. Just because of how the system's set up. Why do you think that corporate America rewards loyalty? Because they don't want you yeah. to quit. So they pay you based on how long you've been there, not on merit. So they're going to pay mm. you it, no matter how sweet E was. They didn't look at it and go, wait, 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 wait. This dude is making 70000 right. and E's making 35000 E's seeing 400 kids a week. This person's seeing six kids a week. Oh, no, we got. let's swap their salaries. It don't work like that. They, <laughs> they reward you for staying and not trying to go anywhere. And so that's how they put their foot on your neck and you won't experience financial freedom like that. And it was a, it was a, a, an awakening for me. And once I think we realized that, again, and if you wonder why I'm passionate, I just spent literally five straight hours working on the book. But 
I, I, when it, all of these feelings were kind of conjuring up in me and I was just like, wow. And I told you, the young lady was like, yo, y'all was like going hard for a minute. Like when I'm walking her through the story and she's like, okay, then the millions came. And I'm like, nope, not yet. You know what I'm saying? I tell her like That's 10 more stories. Yet? No, are we there not yet? yet. <laughs> no, we're not there yet. You know, <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. And when she was looking at it and, you know, she's an entrepreneur as well. And she's just helping me structure and giving me ideas. Like she write books for a living. And I'm like, wow. Like as I'm going through it, I'm like, yo, we went through so much. Like we got, we got played so many times. You know why? Because the people are looking out for themselves. Like it is a doggy dog world. Unfortunately, like I, I promise you, if, if this was like the, the nice guy, nice gal, world where it was like nicest person wins, I promise you, he would have been a trillionaire when I met him because he was doing all the right <laughs> sure. things. But that in and oh. of itself is But the last guy mean, finished last, though. That don't yeah, mean a million. Last, now, now, your yeah. salvation might be straight. You're going to get yeah, into heaven sure. quick. <laughs> cool. But you're talking about having enough money to take your kid. Like, for real, man, I'm not, I'm not playing, bro. Like, you know how good it felt to take my mom and dad to Jamaica with us? Like, I'm just being mm. real. Like, my mom told me I want to go somewhere tropical. Last year, I'm like, bet. You know how good it felt for them to be able to go, to have my kids on the resort, to come out, you know, from, from working and see my family? Like, yo, your family deserves that. Like, my family deserves yeah. that. And so yeah. I'm just willing to do what it takes to get to that level. And people, you know, yes, I think sometimes I get a rap for like, oh, see a gorilla. And I'm, I promise you, I, Carl, I'll let you know. I took a couple heads off in Jamaica just because I was hmm. like I'm I'm focused, but it's never yeah, no, and we can't malicious. And we can't lose that. Yeah, right. and we can't lose uh -huh. that. Like nobody is that deep on the team that you about to make me lose this. Like it is what it is. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and, and it's like yo, we are somewhere. We we have made it, and it was hard as you know what to get here. So the last thing we need to do is lose it. And that's why I said, guys, you have to come to Dallas. You have to come to Chicago. You can listen to a hundred podcasts. You will never hear me pushing you. I'm pushing you right now. Spend your last dime, right? Because you just spent your last dime on shoes, on clubs, on alcohol, on clothes, on cars. You went in debt for a car that, doggone it, you didn't have the money for. And you didn't get nothing for it but some little affirmation because somebody looking at you and saying you got a whatever kind of car. I am, I am demanding you. I am demanding you to get your butt in the seat. If you are a have not and you want to have, and why am I so adamant about this? Because there are people on the earth trying to tell you, man, I don't, they trying to tell you that you could be rich without telling you how you can do it. And then you have people trying to tell you how to do it who have never been where you are. They have never been at the bottom before. That's they have good, never dude. been blue collar. They've never been blue collar. So they don't, they can't even tell you, they don't have the authority to tell you how we are telling you. We all, Carl's parents were teachers. C's mom worked at CVS. His father was at GM. My people, GM Ford. Listen to me very closely. We know how to, and forget make money. Ain't nobody talking about money right now. There was a word that C used. It was mobility, which means that you should never let another human put a glass ceiling on your mm. abilities. You should never let another human tell you how far you can go and can't go, what time you should get up, what time you should go to bed. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? So I'm not even talking about, um, and what she said is phenomenal to be able to have your parents in Jamaica. But listen to this, we're taking it a step further. Not only, not only are we able to do for our parents, 
our children are going to benefit from the stuff we do in the day and they're not going to have to work for it. You understand what I'm saying? Mobility. I watched a, um, a clip this morning, 4.30 this morning. I watched a clip of my mother with her book in her hand talking to a group of high school kids about how she got pregnant at 17 years old. I have been able to give my mother another career. When most people quit their job, that's it. They threw. My mother has her second career right now. She has her own book in her hand. I'm watching my mom geeked up, um, selling her book, signing the book, feeling good about herself, telling her story, not Eric Thomas story, telling her story. She she has a voice. My mom uh, was in Jamaica. My old dude was in Jamaica. My mom right now is in West Palm Beach um, speaking. So we're not just talking about... Um, you know, putting money in our parents' pockets and allowing our po- our parents to travel the world. We're saying mobility. Our parents have an opportunity now to generate their own income if they choose to. Now, if they just want to chill and let us bless them like they blessed us, that's fine. So we're telling you, not only are we in the haves, now we're able to open the door, the front door, the back door, the garage door, open the windows, and we're able to bring our family and our friends in and we're, we're inviting you to the club from a podcast. Most people are not giving you this kind of information for free. You got to pay good money and then they, they will promise you something that they may not necessarily give you. What we're saying is we're going to fully disclose. We're not hiding nothing. We're going to fully disclose how we went there. And it wasn't just hard work. It wasn't being a good person. I don't have time to go through the whole thing. Dallas. 1920, Chicago, 2627. Jamal going to be there. We, we, so, so you can't say, oh, he got a gift <laughs> as if I'm the only person on the earth that could speak. But you know what I'm saying? He but he got a gift. a gift. You know what I'm saying? Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And, he, and he wasn't where he is. And I wasn't where we bring in Jamal, who was a police a officer. Chicago police officer. Chicago police officer. Chicago police officer. Make him. He's going to talk to you. I just listen to me. I'm, 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 look, I learned from Nick Saban. I told you, be, what do you get when you work with other halves? Like C said, there's some stuff you learn when you with other halves. And when I was with Nick Saban this year, I learned Nick Saban's number one job is not to teach football. His number one job is recruitment. That's, that's what his number one job is to get in the earth and, and recruit the top players in the country. That's my job now. And so after, the game, uh, the game changers, which is a, which is an exclusive, um, I'm sorry, masters of the game, which is an exclusive, um, opportunity we have for a small number of people who are uh, in the halves, right? And we're coming together every quarter and we're chopping it up. I, I got word that Tiffany blew the house down. So I'm bringing Tiffany to Dallas. She agreed to come to Dallas. She agreed to come to Chicago. So all my females out there who are like, all right, but y'all are male heavy. Let me tell y'all something. C said it. She's making six figures a month. And watch this. She's not leaving the house. She's going to show you how to make six figures without leaving the house. She's going to show you as a woman how she empowered herself, how she found the true secret to success. So I'm telling you, I'm, when I tell y'all, we for that little bit of money you're going to pay and what you're going to get and the opportunity to become a part of the 1% club or at least to get the blueprint and all the information and the knowledge Okay, E, you said it wasn't this, it wasn't this, it wasn't this, it wasn't that. We're going to show you what it is between the three of us. Then we're going to offer you some, um, some ways to stay connected to us. 
you know what I'm saying, to get to that next level. So I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm super excited. We're not playing games no more. You know, I'm not, I'm not just preparing you for heaven no more. We go, you're going to enjoy earth while you're down here. Why? Because mm. you should be the head and not the tail. You should be the lender and not the borrow. And it's what he said. I'm about to crack your head now because if you're going to be a Christian, be a Christian. He, the word says you should be lending. So if you are borrowing, you out of line. You are not in alignment with the word. If you are not the head, I'm, I'm the head right now, y'all. I'm telling you where I'm living, where I'm staying, what I'm doing. We, I'm the head right now. And for a long time, I would preach that stuff, but I wasn't living it. And it was almost like a fantasy. You say it just so you could feel good about some hope in the future. No, you are the head and not the tail. You are a lender and not a borrower. Watch this. You should be fruitful. You should multiply. You should have dominion over the, this is what the word says. It, 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 it either, it, it is or it's not. And what we have learned through our trial and error, we have learned how to become the head now and not the tail. Our podcast mm. is one of the best podcasts as, as a company in terms of consulting and motivational speaking. We're one of the number one. And now we're in, in, in multiple businesses and helping people set businesses up. So I'm telling y'all, God does not prosper. What did he say, Carl? I gave you five gifts and you didn't use, but I gave you 10. So to C's point, you're saying, well, I'm, no, C said, if y'all want to just stay where y'all are, y'all okay. That's a lie. It's not okay. The word says, if I gave you five, I need you to use all five. If I gave you 10, I need you to use all 10. And guess what? You will be held accountable. So what we're telling you is, yes, we grew up in a blue collar community. And as far as we were concerned, we were going to college to set ourselves up for a beautiful middle-class life. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We were uh-huh. setting up, and, and the Lord said, the Lord brought us together and said, you are not going to do that. And not only are you not going to do that, when you blow up, hmm, I, help me, Carl, I don't want to say this wrong. I think it's Psalms 51. David says, God said through David that when you learn, you teach, go teach mm. other sinners. And so what we're about to do is now that we know and we have the full blueprint, now we're about to come back and teach you how to be the head and not the tail, how to be a lender and not a borrower. Come on, man. Do you understand how I felt? We just built the sanctuary and I didn't have to take out no loan. Do you understand how it feels to be able to be a blessing to God's work Hmm. and to be able to write the check to say we need what kind of, I was talking to, um, I was talking to, uh, what, um, I'm, I'm so hyper. I was talking to um, Jamie, and Jamie said to me, guys, uh, E, this one room you have, I said, I want it white, bro. I want it all white. My wife was like, all white? Like, be careful. You know, you can't get no cheap white paint. I said, I want it all white. I remember going to those offices back in the day as we were growing, mm. and I remember all white room. I said, I want one all white room. When I bring my consultants and my clients, I want them to go in this room. I want the best type of TV on the wall. Don't give me nothing cheap. I want the touch boy where it's, it's in the wall. I want the touch. So he said, hey, E, I got two options for you, porcelain or marble. I said, don't play with me. Put white <laughs> marble in there. Don't play with me. Well, what about the paint? You know, you're going to need that real good $400. I said, get the $500 paint. Don't play with me. I want people to walk. I want my kids. I want the church kids to walk in these rooms and go, this is how you live when you're the head. Mm. I'm tired of, I'm tired of our kids always having to see 
um, less. Like, okay, no, don't, 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 not, not even don't buy that. We teach our kids, don't even look at it. Don't touch it. Don't, don't go near that. it. Don't, 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 don't breathe on it. No, bump that. I said, get the best marble money you can buy. Cause I want them, I'm gonna bring them in the room and let, and I'm not even gonna tell them, don't come in here. Don't ever go in here. This room is off limits to you. Cause you know what we teach them? See, the halves is off limit to you. A beachfront mm. property is off limit to you. A lot, a yacht is off limit to you. A jet is off limit to you. Living in multiple states is off limit to you. Traveling the world is off limit to you. You were made to be middle class. You were made to work for somebody, not own your own. And I rebuke that. I rebuke that. I rebuke that mindset. I rebuke that behavior. And I'm telling you, 2019 and beyond, as long as there's breath in my nostrils, I'm going to begin to teach you guys the stuff that we've learned. And I'm going to help you if you have five to use it, if you have 10 to use it. And watch this. The person that buried their talents and hid their stuff, God dealt with them severely. Go read it for yourself. God dealt with them severely. Why? Because that behavior is not going to take you to the head. It's going to make you the tail. It's not going to take you to a lender. It's going to make you a borrower. And God does not benefit when his babies are begging because he didn't give us all of this gift, all of these talents, all of these resources. He didn't give them to us for us not to use them. And to like Tassi said, to also not to enjoy them. So I'm enjoying my wife. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm enjoying my wife. My son works for me. I'm enjoying my son. My daughter works for me. I'm enjoying my daughter. We just went to New York, celebrated her 21st birthday. It wasn't, no, we can't stay. In, we were in the middle of Times Square. She got the Louis bag. That's the tradition for us. When you turn 21, you get the Louis luggage set. Why? Because we just want to start some traditions, y'all. That's, the, that's our family tradition. You get the Louis luggage set. Why? Because you about to travel. You about to do big things. And we want you to have, we want you to have not necessarily saying nothing else isn't good, but for us, this represents our family legacy. You get a hotel, Jada went to the spa. You can pay whatever you want to go get a spa. They're gonna baby you. And why? Because I want to show you what the rest of your life is gonna look like. So let's start right now. This is what your life gonna look like. It's tripping me out. I, I, I'm a, a couple of things. I'm gonna go back to what you're talking about the Bible real quick for a second. Yes, TJ preached yes. this week about the prodigal son, and I don't know how we as Christians read the Bible for real, for real. But how many times in the Bible have you heard the word inheritance? Right. It blew right. my mind. Like, yo, my man said, yo, give me what you got for me, the half that you got for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, yeah. like don't even preach no more. Like I heard enough. Yeah. You go yeah. back, dude, Jacob and Esau was fighting for, y'all forgive me, I'm going to give a quick Bible lesson. Jacob and Esau was fighting for their birthright and inheritance, which means their daddies had something. Abraham left an inheritance. All these people that we're reading about, like, left an inheritance for their kids. Like, this ain't nothing new. Like, we read in the Bible, but like he's saying, we're not living it. So, so see, back to, the, back to what you were saying at the beginning that's blowing my mind, dude. My man sitting on the beach in Jamaica. Do you understand? I want you to think like this March Madness coming up. We're talking about all the probabilities of this person getting in and the brackets and the Lakers can't make the playoffs. They got a, you know, whatever percent chance. Your goals, your dreams. Right now you staff for somebody else's goals. And I want you to think of the probability. Go down the line. You are number 356 employee at whatever company is. Your goals are now probably, let's multiply that by like five. Because the, the, the CEO got about four or five things that he knocking out. 
Your goals are down the line from all these other people that's ahead of you. So I, I want to put that in perspective for people. You are number 10 at the company. You probably, your, your number one goal is 50th on the list in the grand scheme of goals because you got 10 other people with at least five. I'm just saying at least five, could be more. You get what I'm saying? Like your goals are so far down the list, dude, the chances of you getting this on, on planet Earth in this lifetime, the probability is zero. Let me just keep it real. It is zero because now you, my man going, my man paying himself first. He paying his family first. He, see, back to the thing we talked about, man, they didn't hear that. In Jamaica, the, the, the guy in Barbados with the, um, the, the place I work with the monkeys and stuff, his, right. his wife was the business manager. His daughter was the, um, what do you call it? The administ administrative assistant. Like his whole family ran the business. And I was, again, listen to what I'm saying, y'all. I was probably the number five or six employee, right? But I had nothing, nothing else to get to in life. I ain't gonna take his wife's job. I ain't gonna take his daughter right. job. And I had one supervisor right. above me and then it was his family that ran the company. Like how long am I gonna stay there? How long am I really going to subject myself to somebody else's dreams and not nothing bad? Like, yo, I came out of college and did the job. I will do it again tomorrow at that age. You know what I'm saying? It was Man, a great it's platform. It's so crazy. Check this out. So as you're saying that, I'm thinking I had a, a conversation with uh, one of my homies, right? And he's a, um, a successful dude in a certain industry. Um, let's say the car industry, right? And so the guy who owned the dealership um, he was, you know, high up in the dealership, you know what I'm saying? And the dude owned the dealership, like, treated him like a son, right? And so, dude, I mean, you know, dude might be worth, I don't know, 100 million or something like that, right? And my boy was like, yo, you know, he was telling me all the stuff about, you know, the dealership and everything. And he was like, yo, and he was like, yeah, my man, you know, this ain't it. This is just like a project for him. You know, he owned a bunch of real estate and skyscrapers and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, I was like, dang, he was telling me how good the relationship was, right? And he said, you know, I, he, I said, yo, well, why don't, you know, why don't you get down, like, in the other stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, he can doing some real estate. Like, yo, you should be able to put some bread with him and get to that next level. He was like, oh, no, nah, definitely not. And I was like, yo, you just told me, you know, my man treats you like a son. He said, I actually right. asked him before if I could get wow. in on one of the real estate things. And he stopped me and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He said, mm. I love you like a son, but you're not my son. Wow. He said my man literally said that to him and was like, wow. this <laughs> part wow. of my life goes to my kids and my grandkids. Nobody gets in on this. This is a family business. And while I love you like a son, you're not a son. I was like, wow. yo. Yeah, and I'm sitting here real. like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, to Carl's point, when you are working for somebody else, they are looking out for number one first and then yeah. number two, three, four, five, whatever it is. And if you are not in position to get your own, you're in position to get the scraps and, and whatever yeah. they choose so you can continue to build their dream for them. You know what I mean? And so to Carl, yeah. to your point, you, you ain't never lied. My man wow. was like, nah, this ain't even, don't even ask me about this. You know what I mean? Like this is legacy stuff right <laughs> here. So you got to think then, guys, you got to think, you know, and that's why I said for real, that's why I feel so comfortable. I know God is looking at us. You know what I'm saying? I feel so comfortable because there are so many companies that are out here that either you work for or people selling you products, people making you, I'm not even gonna say making you promises because they're really not making you no promises, but you're going into business with and you're dealing with people who you look up to, other people who are making a lot of money and you going into these relationships or buying products thinking, oh, they about to give me an end. And it's like, no, 
they're actually taking your stuff to continue to be the head and not the tail. They're taking your stuff. So there's nothing wrong with the fact that you rocking with them. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you're spending money on products, you know, whatever that is. But the fact that you're doing it and they don't have no plans on making you the head. They have absolutely no plans on really giving you the true secret to success. That, that what they're giving you is enough for you to spend your money with them, but you can't get in their club. You can't get in their circle. And I'm just telling y'all to be careful. That's all I'm telling you. I'm telling you to be careful. I'm telling you to rock with people who are not going to tolerate you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's people, when, we, when, I, when I travel and I, and I notice, oh, this person is gifted or this person is talented, this person works with this person, they're tolerating you. They're not inviting you to the, um, like C said, to those, you know, VIP um, luncheons, or they're not inviting you to sit down with them, you know, when they're cutting deals. And l- let's just say they say, we're not giving you a deal. This is for my son or daughter, but I will let you sit at the table so you can learn. They're not letting you sit at the table so you can learn. It's like, yo, we will use you to get so we can continue to be a have. You feel me? It is what it is. And so I just want you guys to, like I said, as you're making your moves, because you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a lot of resources, you don't have a lot of time. So you have to be very strategic on how you use them. So you have to make sure that the people you're rocking with, and I'm going to give you all an example. So my boy, Stephen Tullock, um, he just opened up his own coffee shop here. It is more than a coffee shop. You know, it's way more than that. This is a guy that, you know, I rock with from the league. Not only did he bring me there, but we had a conversation. And Tulloch was like, yo, E, it's, yo, bro, it's, it's time for you to get the support of those of us in the league who've been in the league for a while, who watch your videos, whatever. We see what you out here trying to do for our people, E. We see what you're trying to do for the have-nots. And we have. And it's time for us to come together as athletes and support you. And so that's why I'm rocking with my man. Because it's like, yo, E, not only am I going to let you come to my house and see my big house and get on the water skis. Not only am I going to invite you to, you know, the different VIP stuff that I do, but also you have access to my resources. And that's how a lot of y'all get paid. You let them take, they, they will take your money, but they won't give you their resources. And you got to stop doing that. You have, because you don't have a lot, you have to make sure that you're working with people and rocking with people who when you give them their money, give you give them your money, they in turn do what? Exactly what I told you. I'm staying at this hotel and they like, E, room and taxes. I went downstairs the other day because I, I, it was supposed to be two days, an extra day, and I forgot. And she was like, all right, E, the room costs this much, but we're going to give it to you for this much. I'm like, cool. I go back downstairs. E, somebody paid for your room. I'm like, what? Go upstairs, eat lunch with my wife. The lady like, somebody paid for your food. Don't worry about it. The dude with the transportation, E, I wouldn't even have a transportation company without you. So not only am I going to drive you to West Palm, he stayed with me the whole 12 hours, bro. Then took me to get dinner and brought me back. So I'm telling y'all, this is how I'm blowing up. I'm blowing up because I'm doing business with people who are also sharing with me their business. So it's like, E, you do for me, I do for you. A lot of y'all, you so desperate that you're hanging out with people who tolerate you. And quiet as kept. If you didn't have money, they probably would, or you didn't give them your money, they probably wouldn't even rock with you. They probably wouldn't even deal with you. So do me a favor. Just be more strategic. I told you, this is the year of not check. This is the year of checkmate. And how do you checkmate? You have to be strategic. 
So as to C's point, you don't have to be manipulative, but I do not run with people who want to use my name and my influence, but they don't want to share their influence and they don't want to share their resources. So just be just be careful, y'all. Ha mm. oh, man. Well, who's ready to start the podcast? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even yeah. I had a whole <laughs> schedule. <laughs> I had a whole schedule, got threw out the window. Um, uh, shout out to Organify, our sponsor, man. Listen, if you've been rocking with us for a little while now, you know that Organify is the official sponsor of the Secret to Success podcast, man. Go to Organify.com, promo code SUCCESS, and get all your, your health supplement needs, okay? You know, the green juice, superfood powder that we are on, the three of us. I know E's been on the gold. Uh, man, just great and stuff. You guys heard I'm uh, on that pure now, see? I'm on the know, pure on now. The pure, of course, man. Every so, day. Yeah, um, every day. Listen, man, we, uh, we, we always are grateful to them. They allow us to keep doing this podcast and yeah. to keep... Um, you know, keep this yeah. thing rocking for you guys. And, and uh, yeah, we appreciate them for that. So go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS. All right, and get, uh, get get a discount. All right, and check it out. Let us know how you like it. Shout out to everybody. Man, I, I, I'm always, you know, impressed by how many people, it was so many people in Jamaica that had their own stash. I was oh, like, yeah. yo, I, I brought yeah. some uh, to Jamaica and gave some out. And, um, yeah, everybody's enjoying it, man. And, Health is wealth as well, okay? You guys know we preach that as well. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just thinking before we go, I, e, I know you got stuff to do, but before, what time is it? Um, before before we get out of here, I do want to just say, man, that, you know, um, it, it is, man, I, I promise you, capitalism is real. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast, man, we do a lot of character development and we'll always do that. that that's like our number one go-to. Uh, but don't get it confused. We we also know how to get to the check. And I think that's been one of the things for me. And Ia tell you, I've been like, yo, how in the world are people listening to E and then going somewhere else to learn? And they, I was like, oh, I get it. They think we only know one side of the coin. And it's because we don't talk about it a ton. And maybe we're even guilty, E, of falling into that, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to look shallow, right. or I don't want to do this, right. or I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. and I don't want to show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think we fall into that trap sometimes, too. And I'm glad E, you know, is kind of turning this page. And you know me, I wait on E. Like, if E ain't with it, I'm like, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable, whatever. And I know we joke about insiders and, you know, all this other stuff. But let me tell you something. Don't get it confused. This ain't on no superficial tip. The reason you have to handle your business is because you de- you never know what's about to come up. You don't know what's about to come up. So let me just say this, and I'm, I, you know, I hate putting business out. You know what I'm saying? My wife, she don't listen to the podcast anyway. I don't know if she'll care anyway, but I'm gonna say it. So my mother-in-law is supposed to be coming down, you know, to to visit for like a while, like three weeks, a month, whatever. So they told her she's on, you know, oxygen. You know, she needs oxygen, um, a little help breathing. And they told her, you can't get on the plane with the oxygen tank. So I'm like, wait, okay, so how is she supposed to? And they said, yeah, there's a, you know, a portable machine that you get on the plane with. So I'm like, bet, you know, let her insurance get the, you know, portable joint, you know, and let's go. So she calls, and I know she was, you know, frustrated or whatever, like, oh, my insurance won't pay for it. The insurance said, no, they're not going to pay for the portable one. So I'm like, how is she supposed to? You know what I'm saying? Get on the airplane without her oxygen. And they're like, oh, the portable, you know, you got to buy the portable one. And I'm like, what? Bro, this thing is a couple, I mean, 
some thousands, let's say that. And wow. of course, I'm like, my wife hit me like, oh, I'm like, buy it. I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, get it. And so now, you do, do you know what my wife, you know how bad my wife would have been f- feeling if her mom couldn't come down? Like, she'd been waiting on this visit all year. My, my wife and my mother-in-law and my kids, right? My folks come down here all the time. My mother-in-law doesn't get to come down as often. And so she called, and I told my wife, I said, please, with like Ma say, left side of the menu, like, yo, this her health. Like, she needs that. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, if, if this can help her health, this is what we grind for. So we're not talking about just Louis and Louis luggage and yeah. your watches yeah. or earrings or bracelets yeah. or whatever. Teeth, and if you yeah. into that, cool, I'm not tripping. Like, that's, yeah. that's, Jada deserved that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and Louis Vuitton is the top of the line. Like, my wife got a Louis purse, doggone, 10 years ago. I promise you, look at that joint. It looked like it's brand new, like she bought it yesterday. So I'm not tripping on that particular kind of stuff. What I'm saying, there are some essential functions in life that also are not set up for your blue collar yeah. self. And I'm just being real. Had I worked the job and just been, you know, in no disrespect to anybody, if I was working a, a job at Michigan State, whatever, I wouldn't have been able to buy that. Like that, that would have been like some. We're gonna have to sell something. Like you have to get rid of a TV. You got to, like, and so that's I think e what you're saying. I don't want people to look at it and go, oh, okay, well they talking about like stuff. Like this ain't about like having a driver or staying in a five star hotel. This is about even the basic essentials of life are not set up for a blue collar mentality. It's just not, you know what I'm saying? And so I wanted to make sure that was clear. And I know no, you've no, no, talked no, about no, it before, no, no, even no. with, yeah, you know, Didi, yeah. Yeah, Didi with yeah, the, you know, that. when they told you the yeah, medication man. was going to be 10,000 yeah. a month, it's yeah. like, yo, the have yeah. and the have nots. And it's funny because I swear, right after I told Candace, buy it. This is a true story. I'm not lying, y'all. I told Candace, man, get it. If that's what she need to come down here. Plus, I'm looking at my mother-in-law. She got like one of them old school oxygen tanks. And it's like, you know how I look, like a long uh, uh, a fire extinguisher. It's heavy. She rolling it around. This other thing is like the si- smaller than a purse. And it's got your oxygen oh, in it, man. right? And so it's so funny. I was like, man, I told my wife, like, you know, because, you know, she like, I don't want to just buy it and whatever. So I'm like, please. I told her, like, buy it. I told Candace this. I landed it. I was out of town. Um, we were in uh, Charleston doing our, our mastermind. And I landed and I promise you, either I never paid attention. You know how it is like when you get a car and you never really see it. And then as soon as you get it, everybody got it. I was on the train. I landed in Atlanta. I went down the escalator and got on the train. I walked in on the train and there was a, a, a elderly lady sitting right on the train with what looked like the exact same thing yeah. that my mother had yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. On the train at yeah. the airport, yeah. which listen, yeah. that means that's what she had to fly with. Yeah. And she hmm. was on the train, yeah. and it looked like maybe her daughter or something, she was in a wheelchair, her daughter was behind her, you know what I'm saying? And I just looked down, and I was like, wow, thank you, God. Thank you, God. I didn't hmm. have to tell my mother-in-law that she wasn't able to get that, and she couldn't come down to see her grandkids. You feel me? My little no mama question. was in that wheelchair, like, I got my little pack right here, and yeah. we rocking. And I'm like, wow, yep. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. It was just ironic to me that I stepped on the train and she was sitting right there. That's a true story. Mm. And like I said, I don't know if it, like everybody got oxygen and I just ain't never peeped and my eyes was just open to it, but I know God showed me that and was like, yep, <laughs> you, you in the number, kid. That's it, the halves. So here's the deal though, I wanna go back, see, cause you're right. I, I do take the L, 
because people are so shady. I never really wanted to talk about, you know, money or whatever. But I'm going to say, to your point, I'm going to say you do need to stay in a five-star hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to understand that I'm not in a hotel, you know, just for the sake of balling. Unfortunately, when you stay in a hotel that's off the water and you get the view of the water, that costs a little bit more. So for my wife, the, the vitamin D, the synthetic boy, while you can take that, that's not as good as the Florida sun. And it's not the same when you're looking at the sun come up and you're looking at the ocean. You feel me? And you're looking at the sand. <clears throat> and the, the, what do you call it? The menu, see, no disrespect to certain restaurants, <clears throat> but if I was to stay at the Holiday Inn Express, or if I was to stay at, you know, maybe another hotel, there's nothing wrong with those hotels, but they don't have the same menu that this hotel has. So this hotel has some plant-based options and some vegan options. So it, it, mm. so it does make a difference. Yeah, it does make a difference if I stay at a hotel that when you got MS and you getting continental breakfast, like if you healthy, that's cool to get the boiled egg you know, and the cinnamon rolls, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and the hot chocolate, you know what I'm saying? That, that's cool. But when you got MS, no, you need, to, you, need a, you need the type of hotel that they have a chef and they've got, um, they've got a menu for vegans and they've got, like I said, the plant-based stuff that Didi can eat. So no, you do need to be here and you do need a driver. Why? Because when you're driving somewhere, you know, for an hour uh, and then an hour back, you could be on the phone saving lives. So instead of driving, I'm actually on the phone coaching people. You feel what I'm saying? And my driver is driving. So there's some things back in the day that I was thinking, oh, they doing too much. Nope, <clears throat> they're not doing too much. <clears throat> uh, it's different when mm. you have a fitness center in a five-star hotel because it's 24 hours. So, so you don't have to wait till seven when they open to open. Whenever you want to get in, you can get in. So you do want to be in a place that downstairs they have fresh, fresh squeezed juice so you can get you know, your kale with your pineapple, with your, you, you understand what I'm saying? So to, to all of you who are like, yo, you're doing too much. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't tell somebody royal, you don't tell royalty that they're doing too much. When you're royal, mm. you have a royal breakfast, you have a royal lunch, you have a royal dinner. You eat a certain way when you're royal. You, you, you treat your body, you realize it's a temple. You treat your body a certain way. So I'm going to say to all y'all out there that believe the hype of, that's not for me. No, it is for you. But you know what? It's so much easier to accept the world that we've been given. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier to, to say, yo, this is my preference. This is how I get down. This is how I do things. This is how, where my family comes from. It, you don't want to put yourself through that stress or that pressure of saying, you know what? I am royal and I come from royalty and I need to get back to it. And so well, I'll do I whatever it, it used takes. To be a time when I felt like, Folk who were riding in first class was trying to be bougie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poverty yeah. Oh, I told y'all. Yeah, I told y'all. I'm at the point now where it's not even about, I told you, for real, it's not first class. When I'm flying Didi from Miami all the way to California, that's a six-hour flight, bro. Mm. When I tell you, like, again, when, when, when you have chronic illnesses, like, like I listen to Morgan and Didi talk. Yo, Morgan got lupus. Like, when you see people physically, you can't see it. But their energy is not the same. And it's hard to get on a flight. Like, it's hard, first of all, mm -hmm. to get prepared to travel. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then to get on a plane for six hours. You sit, first of all, you got to get there an hour and a half early. You got you sitting on the plane for a second before it take off. You got six hours. It ain't like you fly six hours and you ride in your hotel. You still got to mm -hmm. go get your luggage, get in the car. If you go get a rental car... You, and you got the wrong one, which I use national, because when you go to national, you don't stand in the line. You just get in your whip and go. Do you understand when you in L.A. how long you could be in the line waiting for a car? 
So it's not bougie. Oh. It's, it's, I'm going straight to my car. Why? So I can expedite time. Why would I waste an hour in a, in, in, with Didi in a line when I can get straight in the car? So, so what I'm trying to explain to you guys is I look at, I look at my wife and I look at this chronic illness like I look at a, you know, like a car that's a phenomenal car. We kept in our home and our family a Lincoln Continental. Well, it, was a, it was a Mercury Grand, uh, Mar, uh, what is it called? Mercury um, Grand Marquis is what it was. Yeah, we had one of those. And I, we passed it down. You know, my old dude had it, passed it to me. I passed it to my um, sister. She was driving it. And, you know, what my father said to me was, if you get a good car and you take care of it, it could last forever. So the way I look at Didi right now is, yeah, I could put her in all kind of stuff, but I'm going to put wear and tear on her. Why would I put that wear and tear on my wife mm. when I can give her the best of the best? You know what I'm saying? So that I can not only try my hardest to make sure she's here another 40, 50 years and make sure that when she is older, that the quality of life is greater because I'm putting in fresh juice that costs a little bit more. I got a kale salad right here I got for her. The kale salad costs more, see, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to give her a couple more miles. You're trying to say the continental breakfast at the Holiday Inn ain't got the kale salad? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're telling me? They got insurance on on everything, E. Listen to this carefully. We got insurance on cars. We got insurance on whatever. And, and watch this. The industry has messed us up and gave us this thing called life insurance. That's death insurance. Yeah, what you are doing right now is yeah. life insurance. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like what yeah. you're doing right now is living, yeah. like life, preparing, like that's life insurance you're right now. Like, oh, I'm just being that's real. Like I'm just sitting here thinking, I don't know why I thought of that. I'm like, yo, we got insurance on everything but our quality of life. Everything Whoa. else we got insurance on. Yeah. But your quality of life is dance. just whatever. You ain't got yeah. none on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. Don't text me next to the title. Death insurance. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got yeah. you. Bro, death yeah, insurance. Oh, no, man, that's real. Wow. Yeah. 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 No, it's crazy. Like, hold on. I'm sorry, y'all, to keep going back to this, but this blew my mind yesterday. These folks, how much, okay, let me just take this slow, and we're about to end. I know we got to go. How much bread do you got to have to spend mm. $6 million on getting your kid into Harvard right. again? Right. No, no, how much money? Just say, just, no, no, just think, okay, what you say, hundred million? You if you're gonna part with six, yeah. probably more, yeah. right? Wow. If I spend six million, and, and 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 hear what I'm saying, like try to hear like the spirit of what I'm saying. These people who are worth hundreds of millions of dollars are spending money to get their kids into a school, yeah, into a school. because they are yeah. so desperate to keep the legacy alive. Yep. And you making forty thousand hmm. a year, right? Right. And you not, Ooh, and, not and you yeah. you not trying to you're do not nothing to yeah, have your family with a leg. Like these people already yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. You should be fighting five. ten times as hard. Does that mean I'm yeah. saying you should cheat, steal, rob a bank? No, no, no. No. But I am no. saying when people say, "See, why you always got to be on edge, the gorilla thing? Why are you?" I'm, because I understand that there is a group of people who already got it and they are doing everything they can, including lie, cheat, and steal to keep it. And if you think I'm about to get up with this laissez-faire attitude of if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. No, I'm going after what's mine, Mm. period, point blank, end of story. And I don't care who gets in the way. And that is not a, you got to hear what I'm saying. I just understand how this works. They spending six mil to get their kid into a school. You know what that means? Some kid who deserved to get in there, some kid who was working hard, who was talented, 
just like we've been talking, just like E when he was doing his yeah. thing in Michigan State yeah. and at the church. Yeah. Some kid who yeah. working hard, playing by all the rules, got the 30 on the ACT, got everything they need. They got beat out by a shark who got more bread than you, who got more paper right. than you. So I'm trying to tell right. you, again, the, the, the kid who, he did, they did everything right. But guess what? It, it, that, that's mm. not how the game is played. It's a different game. No, can I and say if you're this gonna beat you them, you got to be ten times sweeter, yeah. and you got to yeah. drag them. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm done playing. But that, that literally messed up my whole day yesterday. Yeah, here's mm. the part that you didn't mention, though. Here's the part you didn't mention. The part that you didn't mention is that they're also paying, and this isn't just these kids. When we say kids, we ain't talking about this stuff started last week, right? This didn't start last week. Right? It came on CNN this week. Today we have charged 33 parents nationwide with hiring Singer's Group to defraud testing companies and or various universities. These parents are a catalog of wealth and privilege. All of them knowingly conspired to help their children either cheat on the SAT or ACT and or buy their children's admission to elite schools through fraud. This case is about the widening corruption of elite college admissions through the steady application of wealth combined with fraud. There can be no separate college admission system for the wealthy, and I'll add that there will not be a separate criminal justice system either. Hundreds of thousands of hardworking, talented students strive for admission to elite schools. For every student admitted through fraud, an honest, genuinely talented student was rejected. Fake test scores, fake athletic credentials, fake photographs, bribed college officials. This is some stuff that's been going on for generations, people doing whatever it takes to stay in the halves, right? And to keep their kids in the next generation to have. But the part you didn't say, see, is there are so many politicians, there are so many um, you know, mm. people in law, just different companies, that they've literally gone back to their high schools and changed their transcripts. They, they have oh, changed no their transcripts. Uh, they have gotten rid of their, they've gotten rid of their, there's some people you go back, they don't even no, have listen, academic listen, records. Listen, listen, did you read the article? And y'all go read yes. the article. Carl, they were going yeah. on like Getty Images. And, okay, yeah, I so saw they, that. they were bribing yeah. soccer coaches and tennis coaches. Yeah. So they would say, they, they kid didn't even play sports, but they would try to get them into an athletic scholarship. So they paid $400,000 to a coach and they would take a picture of an Asian girl playing soccer and use that and then put fake stats with it so they could get into the school. Hey, it's a level higher. See, get this. They said, so they were saying like, yo, because I was listening to NPR yesterday and they were saying on NPR like, yo, yeah, you think it's football and basketball. Like, he's like, don't be, no, don't get it misconstrued. He said, soccer. dude, it's lacrosse. Yeah. Listen carefully. Yeah. It's sailing. It's sports yeah. that you don't have a whole lot of people yeah. in like that. No way. So ain't no whole lot of competition like that, like that. Yeah. So they got, yeah. so you can, you know, how, how hard is it to rig a, a play on a football field? Like you should have film for that. So that's tough. But they're going into these sports that you don't even have access to. Lacrosse, equestrian, like equestrian. Yeah, ain't nobody what? going to dig up whether you Growing. was really on the sailing team or not. Absolutely. And you getting scholarships on that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And so they paying four hundred thousand to the coach to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I get them a scholarship, so that way they could get in without having the grades. In other instances, they said, now think about this: these are the doggone the lady. Remember the lady, uh, Uncle Jesse, wife from Full House. She yes. got caught up in it. They said yeah. that wow. they were they were calling, they were contacting the testing center from and Full telling House. them their kid had a <laughs> disability, 
and they needed more time to take the test. <laughs> wow. Then they would go in and bribe the people who are actually administering the test to give them the right answers. So they would go after everybody was finished and sit in there with somebody who gave them all the answers to the test. And, that, and that's how that's they would crazy. get it. Again, I'm not suggesting you do that. But I'm saying if right. you live in a world, if you think you live in a world where you get up, work hard, and you just cool, that you're gonna get to a million, it's not gonna happen. That's, it's not set up for that. And I'm just <laughs> trying to show you how the people who play in the game for real, they on a whole different level with it. And and if you're and then here go the thing. Listen to what I'm saying. Because we're going to do it honestly, it takes even more oh, to man, try to do yeah. it morally yeah. and ethically without cheating. It takes everything. Yeah. No, it's like it's like it literally is like this. It's like, imagine when Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and all of them was roiding, Barry Bonds, all of them boys taking roids. You're going to outdo them in a home run competition mm. with no roids? Do you know how much, how you got to be on a level that's out of this world because the, the playing field is stacked against you on against you. purpose and has been since day one. If you're not, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, dog. If you read, if you ever seen it, what was the documentary like about the like five families that started America, whatever the Rockefellers and all? I'm like, yep. bruh. Uh-huh. I'm like, the man who built America. I'm like, yo, it's people who are like they they have gotten money generation after generation after generation. You think they're trying to get that up? You right. think they're gonna try to let right. you come up through the ranks right. of the company and blow? Right. Come on, right? Be for real. So yeah, all right. I'm I'm off yeah, my get soapbox, out of here. but. Yeah, I swear yeah, that, that messed up my yeah. whole day yesterday. I gotta yo. go. Yeah, I gotta right, go. John Q. Right. He, my, my, his girl said, "I ain't telling you what to do, but do something." They're doing something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we would uh, uh, normally. Yeah. This is where Carl, we give do me some announcements. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the whole <laughs> uh, no. The whole podcast has been a nugget. It's a whole podcast. Uh-huh. Give me the nugget, Carl. The death, the death insurance. Give me. You know what I'm saying? Death insurance. Hey, no, just that's it for real. Like death insurance, you got you got insurance on everything else that somebody else has made valuable to you. Somebody else has made your car valuable to you. I made a laws that you got to have insurance on that. Like that's how deep it is. Back to what we say, made a laws that make somebody else got their goals become a reality because it's somebody getting paid off the insurance payment that you making. So there's insurance on everything else that somebody said is valuable to to them. You know what I'm saying? They've made it valuable to you, but you have no insurance on your peace. You have no insurance on your sanity. You mm. have no insurance on mm. you, on the things that actually make a difference. Mm. You ain't got no insurance on that. You're just mm. waking up every day hoping that it get better or believing the lie that you're going to keep working a job for 20, 30 years and Social Security or something. How did Jamal say? You work your whole life for 100% and that wasn't enough. And now retirement, you're getting 75 or 80% and somehow you believe that that's going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. You have to do something different starting today. And like he said, we're pushing you. The thing that you can do different is come to that 1%. We, hey, we coming, we coming to you. We got two right now. Yeah, I don't know what, we you. don't have anything else on yeah. schedule right now. But I'm promising nope. y'all, get to really, one of these yeah. events this year. Yeah. Get to one of them. I don't I'm take too long. Yeah. Insurance, get, get to one of them. Like, I'm not yeah. playing. Come get some life insurance. Come get real get, life get, insurance. Come get life yeah. insurance. Bottom line, because yeah. for real, like the longer you take to do this, what they say, the best time to plant a tree 100 years ago. The next best time yeah. to plant a tree, now. Like it's you can't now. wait. Like it's your family. There's generations that's depending upon you doing what you're supposed to do right now. My, see, my daughter looked at me last week and said, Daddy, when we get another property, 
where mm. I stopped and I cried. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I cried because I'm yep. like, yo, at this age, she's understanding a language that me, you know, that's telling me like, yo, you're doing what's right. Now she exposed to some stuff like, yo, these properties, and we having real conversations about them. Like this property ain't just on no property. It's what we're talking about. It's me going back to the Bible days and being able to leave an inheritance for my family, for me being able to have peace for me being able to go like close my eyes whenever that happened and not think about my wife having a scramble to keep the lifestyle that we got up i'm leaving her with kids or my you know what i'm saying like again peace man get some insurance on your peace that's it man hey uh well he gave the dates a few times carl just said it so we'll see y'all in uh dallas and in chicago and um also shout out to all my uh game changers if you're interested in speaking or making speaking a career for you, uh, man, we have a fire cohort right now. Matter of fact, I got my office hours this afternoon. If you'd like to uh, join us with the Game Changers movement, man, and become a speaker and start creating an infrastructure and a business for yourself uh, to help get you to that 1%, man, I uh, I would strongly urge you to consider Game Changers. So go to um, etinspires.com slash Game Changers. And check out what we're doing, man. We got an incredible program. We got people getting certified all the time. Shout out to all my uh, certified speakers out there right now going to get that check. They send me text messages every day like, yo, see it. I did this. I did that. And it's just uh, it's been super rewarding. So uh, appreciate everybody for checking out this podcast. Um, go follow The Secret. Uh, what is our what's our Instagram? Help me. S2S, S2S podcast. S2S. Um, yeah. And check out. Uh, we're going to post some some stuff up there, man. We, hey, y'all pray for us. We owing to Started off the baseball season 0-2 <laughs> with another tough loss last night. Trey Trey played good, but the team did not win. Um, what who said? What did they say? Uh, the uh, the mission uh, the mission was a success, but the boat crashed or something like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mark Jackson always said that foolishness. And uh, maybe we'll talk about the Lakers next time and LeBron and my disdain for what's going on on the West Coast. Mm, but, mm, but now mm. we got to take off and uh, get busy working, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. We out. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.